Hi, John Lee here. Welcome back to Secrets of a Dealionaire, creating wealth one small deal at a time. Today I came across something I wanted to just share with you, and this is on millionaire psychology. And this is a uh, this is actually a recording, but I I, I thought it would be it'd be good to share this today from Kurt Mortensen, and this is millionaire psychology. Psychology. I'm so. still here now. Let's shift gears and talk about millionaire psychology, mindset, self-persuasion, whatever you want to call it. Success is an open book test. All the answers are there. I've interviewed millionaires to find out what they're doing that the average person's not doing. It's pretty simple. Start thinking, acting, and doing what other successful people are doing. So let's work on that mindset, that gas to your engine, so you can really make a big difference and earn what you're worth. Hello and welcome to Millionaire Psychology. This is Kurt Martinson. Put on your seatbelt. Let's talk about how to become millionaires. The formula, the secret, start thinking, acting, and doing what other millionaires do. Now, realize as we get into this that wealth and success and becoming financially independent is an open book test. The mental game is probably the most important aspect of what we are doing. But the challenge is this is what everybody tends to work on last. They will run off to a real estate seminar or to a network marketing seminar and wonder what's taken so long. But the reality is the biggest challenge we have in creating new millionaires is right between your ears. It's the gray matter. We are all DNA coded for greatness. As Mark Victor Hansen says, it's time to have the right tools. The challenge is most people want to become financially independent, but they're stuck in first gear with the emergency brake on wondering why it's taking so long. So we'll talk about some things today. We're going to give you some homework, some things to help you out, and realize that we can do this step by step. You cannot borrow success. That is just reality. This is your life. This is your plot of ground. And our goal as we go through this information is for you to become a student of success to customize your success plan. Take what works for you, adjust it, fine-tune it. Do remember these are proven principles that work. You might need to adjust it and fine-tune it. That's the key here is to customize it to you, to your talents, drive, personality, abilities, strengths, and weaknesses. That is the key to make this a natural process to your success. Understand that to build a foundation, you can't look for the quick fix. I know we'd all like to snap our fingers and make everything appear, but realize this is not a sprint, it's a marathon. And something I want you to start thinking about right now as we talk about success and wealth is how do you define success? What does success mean to you? Now, a lot of people will define it in different ways, but I do want to point out that sometimes success and wealth is not linear, meaning it's not an extra $5,000 a day starting today. You have to build a foundation. Sometimes it's like the stock market, a few successes, a few failures. It's up and down, up and down, but overall it's going up. But I want you to think about how do you define success? Not society, but you. Society will say a big home on the beach, maybe a nice car, Whatever it is, and if you want those things, I'm okay with that, but do you really want those things? I've had people say before they just want to live in a nice middle-class neighborhood with $10 million in the bank giving to charity all day long. I had somebody say once they never wanted to balance a checkbook again. 
Another person said they never wanted to use an alarm clock again. Another person said they just wanted to go to Alaska, have money in the bank, not worry about anything, and just live off the land, but knew they had money in the bank. Whatever it is for you, define that. What does that mean for you? That is the critical aspect. Now, I mentioned earlier that we tend to have what we call the breaks of success. You want to become financially independent, so I want to talk about the breaks, things that are holding you back, and then eventually I want to talk about things that will accelerate you into the future. So the number one break of success for most people tends to be fear. So let me ask, how much does fear cost you? Does anybody want to answer that? How much does fear cost you in your life? Anyone to put a number on it? And the answer is it's probably millions. Now here's the reality check for everyone. You were only born with two fears. The fear of falling and the fear of loud noises. Every newborn baby ever born in the world, including yourself, was born with the fear of falling and the fear of loud noises. What does that mean? It means all these fun little fears that you've picked up along the way, you've learned them, so the good news is you can unlearn them. What are the major fears out there? Well, we have the fear of failing, fear of criticism, fear of success. Now, isn't that an interesting one? People have the fear of success, and that is a big one for a lot of people. The fear of maintaining that success, the fear of what other people will say about their success, that holds quite a few people back. Fear of public speaking, fear of death. In fact, the fear of public speaking tends to be higher than the fear of death, and that's why the comedian Jerry Seinfeld makes fun of it, saying that makes no sense, but people would rather be in the casket than giving the eulogy. So we have to address this. This holds a lot of people back. Where is fear taking you, and where does it come from? Well, since we've learned it, it could have been society, from our parents' experience, our self-worry. In a lot of ways, fear tends to be a, a magnified doubt. I'll repeat that. Fear tends to be a magnified doubt, and it holds many people back. We need to understand exactly where this fits in with what you are doing. The biggest fear, fear of criticism. It was Napoleon Hill that said, the fear of criticism robs a man, of course, or a woman, of his initiative, destroys his power of imagination, limits his individuality, and takes away his self-reliance. Napoleon Hill, remember, of course, author of Think and Grow Rich. This holds a lot of people back. Why are we so concerned what other people think? I've had it before. Oh, how's your book coming? How's your best-selling book? So you had, well, how's your home-based business? How's your real estate empire? And they just kind of really shoot you down. Why are we so concerned what other people think? We're social creatures. We want to fit in. Understand, every millionaire has the same story. The list of people that told them they couldn't do it or the list of people that criticize them, but they did it anyway. That's human nature. I remember in high school, somebody came up to me and said, you know what, I don't like you. I'm like, really? Why is that? I says, well, you smile too much. <laughs> really? And that's how people are. No matter what you do, that's why we follow our heart. 
me illustrate this with a story. I grew up in uh, Southern California, went back to visit my parents during the holidays, and it was in December. I had about a five-year-old daughter at the time, and we went, we flew in and out of John Wayne Airport, so we were driving to John Wayne Airport on December 26th. And all I got to say is that the holiday cheer had left the building. I looked down at my ticket, and, remember, and I saw that there were no seat assignments. And if you fly enough, you know that's bad news, especially on a high travel day. And I figured we were going to get bumped. So I was sitting there leaning against the wall. There were no more seats. And then the announcement came on. Mr. Mortensen, Mr. Kurt Mortensen, please come up to the podium. I'm like, oh, they're bumping me. I was trying to think of alternative plans, what to do next. And then the young lady said, uh, excuse me, uh, Mr. Mortensen, would you mind, would you be upset if we upgraded your whole family to first class? Well, duh, that's a pretty easy one to answer. I said, that would be great. Let's do it. She says, the rest of first class is boarded. Here are your three tickets. Go ahead and board now. So we boarded, and my wife sat by the window. My daughter, my young, small, cute, petite daughter, sat in this large first class chair in the aisle, and I sat by the other aisle. Not thinking much of it, and then there were no more room. There was no more room in the overhead compartment, so I took my suitcase and put it behind the mirror and coach. Not, not thinking much of it. So they were bringing soda and cookies for my my daughter. She she was just loving it. Big smile. So little girl, big seat. Coach started to board, and the question of the day is, were they happy for my daughter? What do you think? Definitely not. I saw anger. I saw frustration, I saw resentment, and I'm like, wow, wait a minute. I thought about the whole flight. I was thinking, okay, wait a minute. Anybody could pay for a first-class ticket. We know that to be true. That is a given truth. But people would rather resent the person sitting there than paying the price to get it. And that's important to understand as you pursue success. People are going to criticize you no matter what. That's why we've learned to follow our heart. We've learned to do the things that we know that we're supposed to be doing. We'll be criticized along the way, but we can't let that hold us back. We have to learn to overcome the fear. We have some. Okay, you know, what are, you, what are your triggers? Why are you so concerned? How do you talk to yourself? For most people, it's just a matter of looking fear in the face. You're scared of the dentist, don't want to go to the dentist, it's going to hurt to go to the dentist, you put it off one year, two year, three years, don't want to go to the dentist, you finally go to the dentist, and after you, the dental appointment, what do most people say? Oh, well that wasn't that bad. For some people it's remembering past victories, things you've accomplished well in the past. But I love what Eleanor Roosevelt said the best. She said... You gain strength, courage, and confidence by every experience in which you really stop to look fear in the face. You're able to say to yourself, I lived through this horror. I can take the next thing that comes along. You must do the thing you think you cannot do. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter. For most of your fears, and again, I'm not talking about psychosis here. It's just pretty much going out there and doing it, whether it's picking up the phone, knocking on a door, talking to a friend getting up on a stage in public speaking, whatever it is, for the most part, you're going to get up there and do it and realize it's not that bad. It's holding you back. It is holding you back. You have to be very, very careful. So that is the first break that dramatically holds people back. So let's talk about homework. 
This is what I want you to answer. What is your definition of success? What is your definition of success? Put some thought into this. It'll make a huge difference in your success. When you master these skills, success is inevitable. Wealth is inevitable. Again, wealth and success is a notebook test. When you master these skills, you'll be able to become financially independent. And all we ask is you go out and make the world a better place. Time for the homework. This is the important part. What is your definition of success? Not societies, not your parents, nobody else. You. You. What is your definition? What is it that you want? What is it that you're going to create? What are you DNA coded to do? Create a definition for you, and as we get to these next steps, it'll make a lot more sense on your road to success. Wow. Little bit of millionaire psychology there with Kurt Mortensen. And what is your definition of success? Well, mine is progressing a little bit every day, and I'm still working on that. Um, it's just something that, um, you know, we're either growing or we're dying at any given time. So I prefer to, prefer to grow and learn something. Even though I've heard this before, it's always good to come back and listen again. I've been working on a bunch of exciting things. And um, we have some events, so, uh, you know, with our St. Louis Rhea group. We, uh, they're, they're going live, which is the first time in, in a while now. And we're having a hybrid uh, meeting. I've personally been working on some stuff with the... Uh, with the Secrets of a Dillionaire. I've got a new book I've been working on and a couple of other trainings, which I think you'll be like pretty good. Um, so if, uh, well, Kurt mentioned, uh, he mentioned the, the book that Think and Grow Rich. And I'm sure most of us, by Napoleon Hill, and I'm sure most of us has read it, probably have a copy. But if, if it's been a while since you've read it, or you maybe don't know where your copy is, or you'd like to share it or with someone else, or just want another digital copy for yourself, I do have one I will give you absolutely free. Uh, just reach out to me uh, at thedillionaire at gmail.com. It's my personal um, email address. And just say, uh, free copy of Think and Grow Rich. And uh, yeah, give that to me. And, and um, I'd be happy to send you a copy. And anyway, we will talk on the next, uh, around the corner on the next one. So thank you very much. Bye now.